0: Yes, happy Friday afternoon. 4.39 is the time on this June the 25th. This is my happy song. And the reason I'm playing it is because I know a lot of Montreal Canadiens fans are feeling pretty darn happy. Here today. Yes, the Canadians are off to the Stanley Cup Finals after a dramatic Game 6 overtime win last night over the Vegas Golden Knights in Montreal. Our Terry Lackettin scored the game winner and sent the city of Montreal into a frenzy. Thousands were gathered outside of the Bell Centre ready to party if the Habs were able to pull off the series win. And that is exactly what happened. I caught up earlier today with Montreal Canadiens beat reporter for TSN, John Liu, and I asked him, is the party still going on when he woke up here this morning?
1: Well, no, I think that uh, the cleanup crews, uh, the city cleanup crews are doing their job in front of the uh, the Bell Center. And uh, there was uh, quite a lot of garbage out there, and there were a few arrests. Uh, but for the most part, considering that uh, I think the estimate that I heard was that somewhere in the neighborhood of about twenty to 25,000 people were on uh, Avenue de Kennedy and the uh, cross streets uh, surrounding the Bell Center last night, uh, that was a pretty well behaved crowd. I think that I'm sure that people around the country will see uh, pictures of the uh, police cruiser that was turned over. But, um, you know, aside from that, I don't think there was a whole, you know, significant there wasn't significant property damage from what I've heard in the news. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I steered clear of the revelry that's for sure. Although having said that, by the time that I left the arena last night, it was, uh, the, things had cleared out pretty much to the point of, uh, you know, empty streets at that point
0: yeah how long have you been you know covering the Montreal Canadiens I know it's been a long time I just don't know a, a number off the top of my head here
1: yeah this is uh, my 14th season covering the team and so uh, yeah I've seen uh, some lean times some uh, and a little bit everything in between what we're uh, what we're witnessing this year but it's been uh, quite the ride that they're uh, bringing everybody on this, uh, this time around
0: would you call this maybe the uh, the most significant moment I guess since uh, you've been covering this team so far
1: 100 percent. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was, uh, I was on the beat for the the last run to the conference final when Chris Kreider took out Carey Price's knee, and uh, so that uh, that stopped the Canadians dead in their tracks um, in that particular instance. And then in 2010, um, long to make a long story short, I was actually in Germany covering the World Hockey Championship when. Yaroslav Halak took the Canadians on that crazy, magical carpet, magic carpet ride. Um, So, in my experience, this is definitely as far as the Canadians have gone uh, while I've been uh, on the beat, and certainly the most significant uh, accomplishment that they've managed to cobble together.
0: What what are your your thoughts on this team just you know as it's kind of gone through this playoff run we we know they were the 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 worst team if you will in the regular season to actually make the postseason a lot of people didn't give them a chance against Toronto and they've you know obviously just done the opposite of what everyone expected and has gone on this crazy run what do you think has been the the recipe for success here what is it that uh, in your opinion is kind of driving Montreal to this point at this at this stage here
1: well, I just think that this team is—they believe in themselves and each other. Uh, that there's no doubt in their minds that they're capable of accomplishing accomplishing anything as a group. Um, that's carried them through the regular season. When they went through tough times, uh, you know, like after their COVID shutdown at the end of March, uh, they had the their season—the remainder of their season compressed, 25 games in 44 days. Only the Vancouver Canucks had a worse ride or a rougher ride, I should say. Um, and so they also had, uh, a boatload of injuries to their core players. Like they ended the season with Kerry Price, Shea Weber, Philip deno, and Brendan Gallagher all on long term, well, not all on long-term injury, but mm-hmm. certainly, uh, you know, nursing significant injuries. And so like what really helped, uh, their belief was that they had a, a whole week off prior to, uh, starting the playoffs, and so for Dom DeCharm, who took over in late February from Claude Julien, basically everything that he was trying to implement was on the fly because the, the schedule is so compressed, there was really no, no time for him to actually, uh, there was no actual significant practice time that was allocated to him, so he really had to teach guys and change the system that he wanted to implement, uh, on the fly and kind of do his instructions during morning skates and the odd practice that they had available to them. So having a whole week of rest and preparation for all their core players to come back and for them to fine tune everything that they needed to, uh, had them very well prepared for the playoffs. And even though for the first four games of the series against Toronto, they stumbled, uh, they managed to pull it together just before Game 5. Three of the biggest leaders in that room, Eric Stahl, Corey Perry, and Shea Weber, stood up and gave the group a pep talk. And from that point on, it became an historical turnaround. And now we see them in the uh, in the Cup Final because uh, those veterans have really proven their worth. Their experience, their winning pedigree has basically contributed to the, the stability and the calm and the confidence in that room. And all the young guys are following their lead. Uh, They're taking instruction and putting it to to action. And the young guys, especially a guy like Cole Caulfield, they're bringing energy to the group. Um, Basically, if you think of, uh, you know, a little puppy sort of bouncing around the big dogs, that's, that's the dynamic between Cole Caulfield and uh, uh, the veterans on the team. And so uh, they have a really, Perfect blend of new and old, and uh, it's getting them places that they haven't been uh, since 1993.
0: Do you think that energy kind of starts at the top? I mean, we look at all the pictures of GM Mark Ber- Bergman. He puts on his lud- lucky red suit, and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. he's just going crazy in the press box. And then you got to see him, uh, I don't know how quickly he was able to transport down from uh, upstairs all the way to getting on the ice last night, but he seemed like he got there in the snap of his fingers. Uh, that, that energy level just much must carry through the entire organization.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, like in any organization, any business or group or club, um, at any level, you take cues from the leaders, from management, right? Like it all flows from top down and all the, all the images and the video that's the hockey world is getting to see of Mark Bergevin just celebrating, uh, to the hilt, uh, his enthusiasm, his excitement, his, his passion. Um, the players talk about it, the coaches talk about it. And, uh, it's um, basically it's it's infectious and uh so uh, when you have the architect that wears his emotions on his sleeve like that it flows down to the team and so uh yeah when, when the boss is excited that way it's not hard for the players to be excited too
0: all right and last thing i want to ask you is just has anyone talked to dominic ducharme yet i mean i imagine he's pretty disappointed not to be with the group although obviously happy where they're going but uh just has anyone heard from him yet since he's been in lockdown here
1: well, he's been in constant communication with the club since since he was put into quarantine. Like, he stays in touch with them by Zoom, uh, basically in coaches' meetings, in players' meetings. He addresses the group before and after games, um, all virtually, of course. Uh, there's still no update on to exactly when he might be able to return, but based on the 14 days that he initially was told he had to stay isolated, um, it would put him back, uh, I think... I'd have to look at the calendar, but it would be, uh, probably about midway through the cup final, which is going to start, uh, next Monday. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he'll miss two, three games, I guess. Um, again, that's like, that's, that could change based on whether he satisfies, uh, the league's requirements sooner than 14 days. But, uh, yeah, he's certainly champing at the bit to get back, uh, because, um, uh, the group, the coaches, have done uh, a miraculous job in his absence, uh, being able to keep things going without uh, the head coach there. And so, um, yeah, it's, it, there's a whole lot of things going on that are uh, pointing to a very magical run. And so we'll uh, see what uh, their, who their opponent will be late tonight and um, then enjoy the rest once it starts on Monday.
0: John, thank you so much for this. I I really appreciate your time. Uh, Enjoy the rest of the Stanley Cup run. It's definitely been fun, but the job's not done yet. Four more wins to go. So thanks for this today. And uh, yeah, like I said, enjoy being in Montreal. It looks like a great spot to be right now.
1: It is indeed. Thanks, Jeff.
0: Awesome stuff. John Liu right there with TSN in Montreal. I love the way he said that. You, people will see pictures of that flipped cop car uh, you know, across the nation when logging onto social media. That's what people will see, but for the most part it was a very well-behaved crowd uh, in downtown Montreal last night. I guess you gotta take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, Montreal headed to the Stanley Cup Finals. Game 1 will go on Monday night, either on Long Island or in Tampa Bay. Of course, Game 7 between the Islanders and Lightning gets underway here pretty shortly, within the next half hour, to determine who the Canadians will be facing off against in the finals. Now, how was that overtime winner heard last night? Well, depending on where you're listening or what media platform you were listening on, there was a number of different ways you might have heard our Terry Lekkonen's goal go in. So here are seven different calls that were made in overtime last night.
1: It's like it caught breaks in the mask. A chance for ready and now back the other way. It's tonight. Gallagher. Through the center zone for Montreal, Dano sneaks in, the pass
0: across, they score! Arturi Lekkonen
1: wins it in overtime, and for the first time in 28 years, the Montreal Canadiens are on their way to the Stanley
0: Cup final.
1: Très haut, la rondelle s'est retrouvée, ce sera
0: Gallagher, Gallagher avance, la passe est pour Dano qui veut se filer, c'est complètement
1: Line, it'll bounce all the way to Gallagher. That was a good shot. It really was. Dan O'Reilly cutting to the net. Here's a chance. Lekkonen shoots and scores! Monturi <laughs> has sent the Canadians to the Stanley Cup Final. Up the slot and out for Gallagher. Skates ahead. Leading his man down the middle. Dan O'Reilly to the left. A shot. They score! Montreal wins! Stanley
0: Cup bound in 2021 hits Price in the mask with that one. Boy, got him right in the mind. And the long rebound to Gallagher, who headmans the other way. Here come the Canadians, and they score! Leonard moving to his right, unable to stop. Lekkanen, who comes in on the wing. And the Canadians, for the first time since 1993, are on their way to a Stanley Cup final. La rondelle revient la ligne 2, la sortie de Gallagher. Voilà Gallagher, franchissant. rentre la rondelle, belle passe à Dano. Dano coupe au filet, la transverse à l'autre. Oh, Le Canada et le Canadien s'en va oh final de la Coupe Stanley entouré 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 le Canadien All right that uh, I think is always pretty cool to hear how Different guys make the same call. That last one in French, I think, was my, my favorite one to listen to there. But nonetheless, pretty cool stuff. Seven different goal calls from that overtime win last night as the Montreal Canadiens take down the Vegas Golden Knights in six games and now are off to the Stanley Cup Finals. I refuse to cheer for the Habs, but for any Montreal fans listening right now, enjoy this ride and know that more than anything, I am just incredibly jealous. I'll be right back in just a bit. Stick around. You're listening to NL Newsday.